What is going on, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to episode 16 of the All Pro Joppas. We got a special one for you today. We have live on Zoom and on Facebook. We are going to be recording our episode. We will finally have an episode up on YouTube as well as just having the audio version. So big day for the Jockos today. On this day in history, it is May 16th, 2020. And in light of tomorrow being the final episodes of The Last Dance, on this day in history in 1985, Michael Jordan named the NBA Rookie of the Year. Averaging 28.2 points, 5.9 assists, 2.4 steals, 6.5 rebounds, and a .515 field goal percentage for his rookie year to later become what is widely known as the greatest basketball player that ever lived, Michael Jordan. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to a very special and a very... I guess you could say milestone for the All Pro Jaffas, episode 16. Welcome, guys. What is going on, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome. It is episode 16 of the All Pro Jaffas, and you finally have a video representation of what we're all about here. We're live on Zoom, live on Facebook right now. So people who have been on with us Facebook this little time, you got to see a little bit behind the scenes before we even do anything, a little bit of shit talking here and there, you know, the way things go. Um, To my right, your left, Country K. Below us at the bottom here, Brother E. What's up, folks? <laughs> and we are the All Pro Jopos. Thank you guys for joining us for the episode today. We have a pretty interesting one for you as some news has been coming out left and right. Uh, to start off, let's uh, talk about this Rooney Rule 2.0 that's just been happening in the NFL. Um, it's I don't know really know how to think about it. But from what I've looked at, it says it was adopted in 2003, uh, NFL policy that required every team with a head coaching vacancy to interview at least one or more diverse candidates. Um, And in 2009, the rule was expanded to include general managers and equivalent front office positions. Uh, The Rooney Rule 2.0, or the one that's being uh, talked about and going to be voted on soon by the league, Uh, here is basically going to expand on it and uh, NFL.com's Jim Trotter reported on it and let basically everybody know what was going on Uh, in quotes here. If a team hires a minority head coach, that team in the draft preceding the coach's second season. So after the second season of that coach being hired, uh, that team would move up six spots from where it was slotted to pick in the third round. Um, So if you have basically the number two pick in the third round, you bump yourself up into the second. 
Uh, yeah, slide in third round. A team would jump 10 spots under the same scenario for hiring a person of color as its primary football executive, otherwise known as the GM. Uh, other potential changes that they're going to be voting on are including compensatory picks, third round compensatory pick for any team whose minority coach or front office members leaves to become the head coach or GM for another team, a fourth round pick to any team that hires a minority as a QB coach, uh, fifth round compensatory pick of a team's minority assistant leaves to become a coordinator for another team. I I I, come, I understand that they're looking for more diversity when it comes to uh, coaches and um, general managers. Where they really should start getting more diversity is in ownership. But uh, that's a topic for another thing. I, when I first looked at this, I okay, I don't know how you felt about this, but I was just I. I I'm almost looking at it going, this is possibly one of the most racist things I've ever seen the NFL do out in public. Or it's, I, I, I don't know, man. I really don't know what to think about this. It's crazy. It's, it's crazy. We're in 2020 and we're talking about you're having to give teams incentives now for them to make the decision to hire a minority coach or GM. Like, basically, if they wouldn't do it before, now the teams are going to take advantage of it. You know, oh, we're going to move up in the draft if we hire this guy. You know, it's – that's crazy. It's crazy. I never thought that this would actually be something that – we would be talking about they're incentivizing hiring minority coaches and and gms what do you think about this uh right on brand um just makes sense to me like honestly i wasn't surprised at all when i saw it i was just like uh makes sense it's like they don't uh you got to give them something to do something so that's just what that's what makes sense to me. You know what I mean? Like, they're not really, they're not really showing any true color. I mean, new colors to me. I feel like all of this is pretty on par. And yeah, just honestly, because um, when I first saw it, I really didn't understand. Like. Are, they're just moving picks though. Like it didn't make sense to me, but then I, I thought about it. I was like, uh, yeah. So now you're gonna have a bunch of coaches, just hire coaches. I mean, not coaches, but a bunch of owners and GMs just gonna hire people just because they're black. And then when they don't do well, they're gonna be like, see, we did it, didn't work. You know what I mean? Type situation or they try to Tony Dungy them. You know yeah, what I mean? I was looking at a gun. I feel like there's going to be times they're going to take advantage of it because it says after the second season of that head coach or general manager or whatever, if they do horribly wrong or it, they don't even have to do horrible, to be completely honest, right after that second year, they move up, boom, they drop their the head coach or the the GM. They moved up because they got it, but now they switch to another general manager or another head coach. 
just so they can get that incentive. I'm hoping that they they got to do something to prevent something like that from happening because you know owners are going to take advantage of that. That's a major loophole if that's not something that's going to be addressed. You know, people just hiring minority coaches and GMs just to get that extra boost in the draft and then firing them just to get a different guy, you know, or or continuing to do the same thing, you know, every two, three years or whatever, hiring another minority GM or head coach just to move up in the draft. You know, they got to they gotta figure something out in order to prevent things like that from happening. But, I mean, I don't know, man. I, this, is, this is definitely something that raised a whole lot of eyebrows. No, I, I think um, Cleveland was ahead of the curve as soon as they heard – uh, the potential of doing this. That's why they hired that guy being the youngest GM and stuff like that. Um, he made some really good moves, but I feel like if the Browns like are short this year, they're going to keep him around for this year. Well, I mean, not this year, but next year, um, you know, to get the picks and stuff like that. But by then they're going to be set because it's either, I feel like this year is a make or break year for both of their top receivers. I feel like if, uh, Odell don't do well this year or midway before the trade deadline, they're going to trade. They're going to trade Odell and see whatever they get. Um, and then they're pretty much going to have picks like uh, Miami. Because you're not trading Odell for one pick. He's not a one-pick player. Like, regardless regardless of his attitude and stuff like that, once he, once he snaps it on, Odell is the hands down the top three, like, top three receiver in the league. Like, people can say whatever they want about all these other guys, but it's like, it's not, it's a it's a debate. Because Julio didn't do well because Matt Ryan didn't do well. So it's not like we don't know the ability of Julio. But mm-hmm. then when you have uh, DeAndre Hopkins only drop one pass in a whole fucking season, and including the playoffs, you know what I mean? Like, that's, you I mean, that's a different thing. Yeah. I just – I seriously feel like a bunch of this is going to be like a <laughs> black quarterback or GM sweepstakes. You know what I mean? Like, I, I feel like that's probably why uh, the Texans uh, told uh, – what's the guy's name? The one I – that's why I don't remember his name. I deleted his name out of my memory. What is the head coach slash GM for the Texans? Right now? Yeah. Bill O'Brien. Thank you. That that fucker, I feel like they're gonna give for him as the GM. Um, and I seriously feel like they're gonna hire somebody like Lovey Smith. Like you're gonna hear Lovey Smith's name come up. Like I seriously believe that. You're gonna hear Lovey Smith, you're gonna hear um David Shaw, I think. Yeah, him. Um they're not going to let go of Tomlin because I feel like Tomlin was on the chopping board this year, but they're not going to let go of Tomlin for the picks because they're going to need – because Big Ben's pretty much out of the door after this season. He's beat the shit. I think so. Almost. Yeah, he's out of shape. Beat the shit. This year is going to teach him a lot because you got to think about it. Calais Campbell's in his division now. And Calais is going to get there. Like, oh, you can kill Whatever you want to say, Calais is going to get there. Yeah, Calais is – yeah. Jesus Christ. I almost completely forgot that Calais Campbell's a fucking raven now. You know what I mean? Yikes. So now you got him. You got him. You got all those 
fast-ass, agile linebackers. I'm not going to say they're good, but they are fast and agile. You know what I mean? It's like basically Baltimore is like a speedster team right now. So, and then you also got Miles Garrett's back, and he hates Pittsburgh. So, Big Ben's going to have a whole problem with at least two teams this year. At least. That's crazy. That's insane to think about because I I, I don't know, man. I kind of think Big Ben, he's what, 30? Same age as Roethlisberger, yeah? Around there? Or not uh, same age as uh, Aaron Rodgers, right? Aaron Rodgers is about to be 37, I believe. So, yeah. Uh, so Big Ben's I, what, 38? I believe so because he, he did – Aaron Rodgers came out senior or junior? After his junior year, I believe. So, yeah, I think Big Ben is two years older than him. This is not fact. I'm just guessing. But I do believe that to be true. So, Big Ben, I think, three or four more years. Hold on. So you think Brady – you think Brady's not going to make it longer than Big Ben out of shape ass? I mean, Brady's already done it longer than Big Ben. Brady's been in the league since before Big Ben. I mean, from this point, like Brady's older and in better shape than Big Ben. I, well, I mean – I mean, that's, I guess, the underlying question, you know, is the only way you're going to keep Big Ben around for that long is if you keep him protected, you keep him off the ground, you keep him from getting, you know, his ass kicked the entire time. You know, so I don't know, man. I I, I honestly think Big Ben could – we'll all see it this year. I mean, he had fucking Tommy John surgery on his elbow, which, you know, baseball-wise, that's <laughs> that's almost career-ending if you're a pitcher. You know, for a quarterback, that's that's your ticket. That's your meal ticket is your arm. You know, so after this year, if Big Ben is continuing to perform at a high level, even after the surgery, then I do think that he'll probably stick around for another – maybe three or four years, depending on if they can keep him protected. But if he doesn't, throwing lame ducks and, you know, medicine ball throws like fucking Phillip Rivers, he's not going to end his career stealer. He's going to end up somewhere else you know, to end his career. It, and, but if he, doesn't want, if he doesn't want to do that, he'll just retire. Nah, he's retiring. That's what I'm saying. Like, they would never trade Big Ben. They wouldn't – like, that's one person they'll never trade. Just like the Saints would never trade Drew Brees. Like, that's why Brady never got traded. He had to leave on his own. Like, they, those are certain players, like, they will never get traded. Never. Like, it, never. I feel like they'll never get traded. Big Ben is, like, on the Christmas card list from the owner. You know what I mean? Like, he would never get traded. So then trade – they don't have to trade him. They just, at the end of his contract, cut him loose. Don't re-sign him. 
That's why I said he's probably retiring. Like, I feel like he, based off of the message he said, like, uh, like right at the beginning of this quarantine, you can see in his face he was just like, I don't want to do this message. I'm completely tired of the uh, limelight. And I'm just saying this because I have to. Like, because realistically, I really don't want to. Like, I don't want to do that. He's, his persona has always been that, even when he raped that girl in Georgia. Like, you know what I mean? Like, he, oh, yeah, he's a rapist. Fuck Big Ben, like, completely. And my roommate, I'm glad he's fucking not here because if he was here, I would be talking this shit even louder. Like, he's a big-time Steelers fan from South Carolina. So I would be talking big shit right now. I tell him that Big Ben's washed up, fucking old as shit, looks terrible. And y'all are dumb as fuck, and Juju's going to have a very hard career because if he's a stealer the whole time and they don't do anything else, like get any other receivers, get any other players that are actually good, Juju's going to get hurt, and he's going to pretty much just burn out. So you think Steelers are going to go on a little bit of a run that uh, – or not a run, but more of a – they're going to start an era of suck? If they don't tank to get Trevor Lawrence, because they know they're not beating the Ravens. Like, you can sit here and try to be competitive as you want to. You're not beating the Ravens. They just had an amazing draft. You're not beating them. Like, you're just not beating them. And as of right now, I don't see the Steelers beating the Browns. Because the, even when that brawl happened, the Steelers was getting their ass whooped. You see what I'm saying? Like, I don't talk about you're, you're talking about them tanking? I seriously believe that. I seriously believe they go, the, the number one pick is going to be in the AFC West again. I mean, AFC uh, East, so whatever fucking this division. AFC North. Yeah, whatever. Fuck it. I, I don't give a fuck about him. My roommate's a fucking Steelers fan, and then my boy I do the other shit with, the other podcast, he's a fucking Ravens fan, so I just got the shit all around me. And then his boy he went to high school with, who we've had on, is a fucking Bengals fan, so I just hear a whole bunch of bullshit. It's like, like, you motherfuckers, I said, first off, your best player on the Ravens is the fucking kicker. You can say, let's say, Lamar Jackson, all this bullshit. They have been fucking shanking Justin Tucker for the longest. Mm -hmm. They have been shanking this man for the longest. He should have been had an MVP vote. An MVP vote? Yeah. Yeah. Justin Tucker for MVP. Yes. yes. Do you not understand how many games Justin Tucker has saved them in the last five years? I think Justin Tucker only been in the league five years. That's what I'm saying. Since he's been in the league, do you not understand how many games Justin Tucker has saved the Ravens? Even never. when they were – Justin Tucker has never fell off. Never. He's the most consistent shit in Baltimore. Yeah, but you're talking about, like, NFL MVP, like, actual – Tell me one other kicker that's better than Justin Tucker. Tell me one – first off, tell me one other player in the NFL that's consistent as Justin Tucker. Tom Brady? Nope. And Brady's on my team. He's not. He's, he's not. He's not. No, he's not. I don't think nope. you can do it comparing to, like, actual players. Like, if you compare it to kickers, then, yeah, he's literally the most – he's literally the most consistent kicker ever in the history of the NFL. The stats is there. You know, so okay. I have no I have no doubt that Justin Tucker is, you know, one of the greats. But an MVP of the season? It like, sounds because he's a kicker. As a football player, kind of don't respect kickers. But, dude, do you not understand? Like, he 
Justin Tucker is is first off, he's a fantasy football fucking goddamn uh cheat. He's like fucking uh, he's over there with Christian McCaffrey. They both cheat codes. You know what I mean? Both of them are cheat codes. But at the same time, bro, he is the most consistent player in the league. They always give it to quarterbacks, but they forget quarterbacks fucking throw picks that leads into points. Like, the only way a kicker can fucking goddamn give away points is if he miss a field goal, a long field goal, and someone returns it, which rarely happens. Rarely. And Justin Tucker, he rarely misses. So, well, what do, you, do you think we'll ever see an NFL MVP kicker? Fuck no. Hiring a minority. That that's all. That's only happened one time in the the history of the NFL. You know that, right? Yeah. During the it was during the season when uh, the replacements. Yeah. During that season, that the kicker was the MVP of the year. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. That's the only reason why. The only reason why is because of the fucking. You mean the 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 scrubs year? We're going to need the scrubs to come back for that to happen again. <laughs> but, uh, I'm lining the fuck up very quickly. Like, um, you can call me whatever the fuck you want to call me. Cash me the check and put me on ESPN, fam. Shit, I'll go be a punter. Okay. I'll go be whatever the fuck they want me to be, son. <laughs> I'll, be a long, I'll be a long snapper. I'll be a fucking goddamn uh, uh, <laughs> old lineman. Which I hate that shit with a passion, even though Hunter made me play that shit in college and they wouldn't give me no other chance other than one day in practice where I fucking stripped Mendez, player before you. I stripped that motherfucker my very first time. Shout out to fucking Coach Nish and uh, Coach uh, fucking, uh, not Lebs, fucking, what was his name? Uh, I know who you're talking about. Linebacker coach, big, big stocky uh, white guy. Coach, uh, Coach Winus. Winus. Fuck, why did I forget yeah. his name? He had a weird ass last name. Yeah, Coach Winus. Nish and Winus was the only two that let me get at D-line in practice during 907. And I fucking, I, I'm like, what the fuck? Like, how do y'all not see that shit? Hey, fuck it, it doesn't matter. The anyway, shitty, part yeah. of, shitty part about it was you should have been on D-line. In 2010, we had a full offensive line. You weren't really getting all the reps. Fucking put your ass on D-line. Fuck it. We had all the Oak Grove boys and Anu at left tackle, so it was kind of like, why wouldn't he give you that shot? But I don't know. What it is. Every once in a while, see how they're doing. Yeah, I really do hope they do well. I got a lot. Of, uh, Jesse's coaching over there now. Yeah, no, Jesse's my best friend, so we talk all the time. I got Jesse to come play with my team out there in Stockton this past season after yeah. the Patriots folded. How did that happen? Um, the Patriots folding? Yeah. He just won the a championship. Owner, the owner was on some shady shit. That's the only way that team could have folded. The owner was on some shady shit, owed a bunch of fucking money, and they had to fold because of the fact. And then now they got a bad reputation because of that owner. So when they're trying to they, – that's why they made a new team. They made a completely new team um, with a whole bunch of those – those fucking Patriot players. Like, I went to the practice when I officially joined the team. 
Um, it was a bunch of Patriot players there, like a bunch of Patriots players. Already got cool with half of them. Um, some of the guys are really fucking funny. But, um, yeah, that's just pretty much what it was. And then, I don't know. The, the, fun, the shit, funniest shit, though, the team that won the chip had no Patriot players on it. Like, all those Patriot players, like, kind of, like, stacked up. Like, Javi and all them, they kind of stacked up at uh, – they went to sack to the Fury. Mm. Stacked up over there, and then they fucking lost. They got smacked by the fucking outlaws. That shit was hilarious. And I fucking hate the outlaws with the deepest passion in the world. Yeah, semi-pro rivalries are real, huh? Some of them. I mean, me personally, I just hold that in my heart. Just simply because when I played them in 2014, uh-huh. they fucking cheated us out of a fucking um, – out of the game. It was like fourth quarter. It was like 30 seconds left. And we was like 30 – it was like third and four. Our running back – like, dude, his whole torso is in the fucking end zone. Like, clearly in the end zone. They said no touchdown, fourth and short. Clearly, and our running back was fucking. Do you remember uh, uh, Mojo from San Jose State? Lamont, Lamont, uh, Laurel's older brother. Oh, yeah, 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 my bad, my bad. bad. No, I completely forgot. I'm like, what the fuck am I? Laurel's older brother. He was the running back. And first off, I tell you, his whole family is fucking talented. His whole family's talented. I don't, doubt that. I don't doubt that at all. But like this guy, like I promise you, we were good because uh, you know, the year before they, they won it all, but we still had some of those players. But when I mean we went up to a whole nother level with that guy, man. Whole nother level. Well, uh before we go into the next topic, just wanted to do a little ad read real quick from our sponsors over at Ray's Energy. You guys, I know that's what I've been sipping on right now. It's the voodoo. Yeah, buddy. That good shit, bro, I'm telling you. Raise energy. Uh, takes a giant leap of faith with uh, instilling a high-quality formula. Bring customer a powerful yet sustained energetic experience to help push your workouts and focus to the next level. Perfect for anyone at any time. Raise energy has become the most popular and best-rated energy drink on the market to date with a phenomenal flavor profile that puts most competitors to shame right now. My favorite one, as you just saw right here, is Voodoo, Baja Lime's another good one. Apollo's actually hella good too. But but yeah, go ahead, go get yourself a case, sample pack, whatever it is you guys wanna do. Raise energy, you go to repsports.com, that's R-E-P-P, sports.com go ahead and get yourself some raise energy and use the alpha or the promo code alpha raise and you will get yourself 15 percent off your order so that little mosquito right there guys get yourself over to raise instead of you guys looking at my chin I can turn my my face off, my chin off. Yeah, we're just looking at Sensei there sitting. Yep, Pime, Kill Bill. But yeah, go get go to repsports.com, 
Alpha Rays, 15% off. Get yourself. Hey, can, can you hear me uh, talk? Yeah. yeah I, I can hear you when you talk. just can't see you. Because I'm in the dark, pretty much. So as, uh, as we get back to it, number two on our list uh, for today, that's been kind of a hot topic this uh, last week since it came out. Uh, the Giants, DeAndre Baker and Seahawks, Quentin Dunbar, uh, today turned themselves in um, from the armed robbery charges. Um, oh, there goes Kay. We'll edit this. <laughs> we'll edit it out when it comes to the uh, YouTube portion of it. That's why you have my uh, Facebook character pop up because so, I'm in the dark right now. That's what I usually do when you guys put on a show. You guys are just chilling in the dark? Yep. Smoking my herb. Fucking listening to you guys bullshit about sports. I love it. It's the way to do it, man. It's the way if to I get time in, I will. But at school, I love since since the beginning. I've been down. This is fun to me. Yeah, man. This is all. This is always good stuff. We, I'm glad we're able to actually get all this stuff uh, going. It's good because, especially with the Zoom stuff, getting it all on YouTube and everything like that. It's a it's a good time. Uh, I think um, next week on my laptop up, and we can handle it. Absolutely. Yeah, just send me a code to locate the room or whatever. Yeah. Well, the good thing about doing it here is that not only we're getting stuff on YouTube and the audio and everything like that, um, it's just expanding on the content that we're putting out there. So, so, so you're hosting it, right? Uh, yes. Okay, so you're not going to cut off. Because Zoom kind of cuts you off after a little bit. On the recording, or? Uh, like, Zoom gives you only limited time. Oh, I have you... the I have the, uh, the licensed ones, so it's unlimited. Sweet. Sweet. That's cool. I saw that, too, and I was like, there's no way I'm going to be able to do a full yeah. episode on Zoom without doing it licensed. Y'all good, Kay? I'm, I'm in the dark. You can sort of see some light from my television. This is the contactless version of Pizza Hut. They put it in the whole fucking <laughs> thing. They put it in the garbage bag. <laughs> wait, wait, what happened? For, for those of you who are listening on the audio version and can't see what Kay just pulled up right now, he ordered his food, he got his pizza, and they delivered it to him in a big-ass white trash bag. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my well, let me work. see what you got. Let me see what you got. Can we see that one more time, please? <laughs> I just untied it. This is a big ass trash. This is like a, a fucking thirty gallon trash can trash bag. That shit is huge. Yeah, that's so the boxes don't get wet. 
The box is wet though. Like that's the wildest shit to me. Oh shit. That's great. Oh, that's great. Oh. You got a big ass. You get. You got a big ass bag in case you need to do yard work or something. Very true. Recycling. <laughs> yeah, no, that's no. I have a. I, I don't like using these. If your cars are a disaster. True. There you go. Oh shit! All right, so getting back into it before Kate took off, we were talking about DeAndre Baker, uh, Quentin Dunbar. Ended up turning themselves in on the armed robbery charges. Um, according to Cameron Wolf of ESPN, Baker uh, and Dunbar's attorneys uh, both pretty much said that they have several affidavits uh, from witnesses that exonerate them from what happened. Uh, Dunbar's attorney said he had five sworn affidavits from witnesses that exonerated Dunbar, saying that they were the same witnesses who gave the original statements in the report that was uh, basically led to the arrest warrants. So the people who got the statements to get the arrest warrants were the same people who basically exonerated. That's what the attorney said. But despite all of it, uh, Miramar PD insisted uh, that both turn themselves in, welcome the witnesses to add or change anything to their statement. And uh, as of this morning, uh, the police department said that none of the victims nor the witnesses have recanted their stories. So uh, these guys are in some deep shit. These guys are in some deep shit if this is a, uh, I mean, I honestly hope that these guys are exonerated. Like it, it's true that they didn't do anything because if they're found guilty of this, like what? What would when you make millions of dollars in the NFL? What the fuck? Would, and I think the last report that I read it was over seventy k for seventy thousand dollars. You're both that's oh. less than a game check for both of them. Yeah, no, it was it was more than that. So they uh so the first report said that the actual the report they pretty much put out and stuff like that, it was seven hundred. Seven hundred K. But regardless. Oh my gosh. All right. It's a bad look. I gotta start off by saying shout out to Brown, our teammate. You know what I mean? Uh he's actually from Miramar. Oh, okay. Uh, he knows what's going down over there. Yeah. Um, I'm only shouting him out because, again, I'm the resident Floridian. Um, I was just saying this was in Florida. <laughs> oh, God damn it. I, I want to stick to the positives. The best athletes come from Florida. The hungriest athletes come from Florida. I'm, I'm going to try to stay as positive as possible before I jump off the cliff. And like with everything in life, everything, it has a balance. What you have good, you also have shit. So <laughs> That's why they're so good, because they're the dumbest motherfuckers I've ever seen in my fucking life. The dumbest motherfuckers I've ever seen in my life. Like, to be honest with you, we're, what, mid-May? Almost said April, almost fucking lost my days. Anyway, we're mid-May. 
I hate that this is my state. Like I, I don't, I don't really know where to go right now because I'm in so much like this belief that this shit continues to happen. Where it's like, y'all fuckers are so stupid. Like, why are you sitting here robbing people when they're trying to already like they're working on trying to get you guys back on the field? You know what I mean? Like they're working on trying to figure out if we can take the path of the USC. I mean, you, uh, not USC, but uh, fucking UFC. Uh-huh. You know, where it's like they're playing without fans. The NBA is trying to make that same move, but at the same exact time, why are you fucking robbing people? Like, why are you, regardless if you lost money or not, why are you robbing people? I was, looking, I was looking at it this way. If you're a professional athlete, and think you know times like what's going on right now you obviously can't do you know you can't do public signings you know things like that but they can make all of that money just off of social media running their own youtube channel or doing something like that they're professional athletes they already have a name it'll be easy for them you know, real easy for them to be able to take a YouTube channel off and running and be getting finances through that steady income at that. You know, so it's just kind of like whether it was I mean, for 70k, whether it was for 700k, I, the fact that you make I I I've never understood it. I never understood when you make millions and millions of dollars. That always leads me to believe when something like this happens to a player whether it's NFL or MLB or whatever the fuck it is, when you're making that amount of money, what, what the, what brews into your head to think I need to rob this person of $700,000 or is there somebody behind the scenes that made them do it because they got dirt on them or they got, you know, whatever it, the case may be. I don't know. That's what I'm saying. I start to think, could there be a third party in all this? Because it's just so stupid <laughs> for somebody to do something like this when you make millions of dollars a year. I'll give you your answer. I'll give you your answer. And it starts with one word, and that one word is dope. Yeah. 99% of crimes that are committed, there's alcohol and dope related. There, never, there, was, never a, there was never a toxicology report or anything like that. Guaranteed. You really don't have to have one. It's like the situation where... Uh, the gas station uh, attendant, did you see the video with, uh, when Derrick Rose went to the gas station and bought like four boxes of backwoods and shit? Jesus. I was like, maybe two months ago. And he was like, I didn't even realize that was Derrick Rose. He was like, I asked him, did he play basketball? I'm such a dumbass. Like, you know what I mean? Like, that's the type of situation. Because they're not playing, because they're not doing things, they're on dope. They're drinking. They're yeah. drinking. They're trying to show the people that don't have money like them, don't have opportunity like them, that they're real. I'm broke as shit, and I'm not going to sit here and go rob no fucking body. Yeah. I job. I'm living off of paycheck to paycheck. I ain't robbing nobody. Nobody. 
I have no intention on going to get a gun to rob nobody. Like, that's not my thing. So why, what makes you think not bad enough. about 10, 10 fucking times more than me and you have to be real? Like, that makes no sense. You should be real to your family. Like, you should be real to the people that you're supposed to be supporting, but they being stupid. Like, I don't get that. And that's, that's more of the problem I have with Florida because Florida now and Florida when I came up, which sounds so fucking old, it's, it's a totally two different place. Like, it's, it's totally two different places, I mean. Mm -hmm. and, uh, just simply because the morals and values of the Southern hospitality was still there when I was coming up and stuff like that. So now it's just like money hungry, backstabbing, all that kind of shit to a higher degree. Like, it was there then, but it's like, it, it surpassed that whole shit now. It, it completely surpassed it now. So that's the mentality behind people. I just, I want to be real. And that's that shit dumb as fuck. I'm gonna be honest yeah. with you. That shit dumb as fuck. Cause it's like, all right, you real. You really in jail. You really broke now. You really squandered an opportunity. You really for shit. Congratulations. <laughs> I mean, that's why Akeem Talib was able to get a job again because he actually did something for his family. Like he was, he shouldn't have to, he didn't need to shoot that gun. Let me say it like that. He didn't need to shoot that gun. But he did it because his sister was attacked by a guy. You get what I'm saying? Like, his sister was abused. It was more in defense you than anything. You a fucking gambling spot, you dumbass. Like, that's not a situation where it's like, you being real. Like, you being real, real stupid. Like, you look dumb. Like, uh, Dave Chappelle said it's the best. Keeping it real goes wrong. <laughs> Keeping it real goes wrong. <laughs> I remember YouTube, that second. <laughs> YouTube that shit. Oh man. Yeah, I don't know, man. Like I this whole thing is just it's just wild because it's like first of all, who the hell did they rob? You're supposed to be on fucking lockdown. It's, it's like everything's supposed to be quarantined, locked down. Who the fuck? Second of all, the person that they robbed, who the fuck is carrying seventy thousand dollars on them? Like, to, to, so did they? Did they rob a bank? Did they rob multiple people? Did they? Like, it, was, it was an illegal gambling spot in somebody's house, and those type of situations in Florida. Eighty-five. I mean, seventy-five to eighty-five percent of those guys are drug dealers. Uh, it's probably a few athletes in there and stuff like that and just regular-ass dudes. Um, so most likely they robbed drug dealers and shit like that, and they didn't want to kill them, so they got the police involved. You know what I mean? Like, Because that's pretty much what the situation was. They got the police involved because they didn't want to kill them boys. And that honestly, that's a step up because the motherfuckers would have got shot. Like, You know what I mean? Like, That's a step up in Florida. So I actually, kudos against the my state because yeah. – not all drug dealers are killers, people. <laughs> Some of them have hearts. <laughs> no, seriously. Some drug dealers have hearts. Like, no, I'm not going to give you this 12th rock. Go and, home. And the moral, the moral of the story. Like, shit. You know it's bad when your drug dealer's even saying, man, you need help. Yeah, like, <laughs> I need help. <laughs> oh, you get cut off. 
And so yeah, oh. yeah, bro, I, I I I can't sell this to you no more. I I morally <laughs> cannot do this anymore for you. All bad. Yeah, man. I don't know, man. I, I really do hope that they are exonerated. Like, I hope something like maybe they get them a slap on the wrist or something. But if they do end up in jail, long time, they're not getting back out. Or I, they'll get out. They're just not getting another job in the NFL. And then after that, it's just it sucks because basically ends up meaning that they're probably going to end up going right back to the streets. Well, I'm going to just you right now. Um... They're going to probably both get cut because John's an ass. And, I mean, the Seahawks, I mean, they're probably going to just watch that trade off because they don't need that shit. That's pretty much why they broke up the Legion of Doom. Um, yeah, I seriously believe if those people drop the charges, I feel like the state's going to pick it up, just knowing my state. The state's going to probably pick that shit up, and they're still going to jail. And then they're going to make an example out of them. You know what I mean? Like, type of situation. And that's just what it is, bro. Like, they're going to probably go to jail, get kicked off their teams, forced to give their money back, uh, forced to give whatever money that's not guaranteed back. Um, and Dunbar was undrafted. So, uh, and the other guy just got drafted not too long ago. So, it's like, like, there's some dumb motherfuckers, to be all the way honest with you. Like, these are some dumb motherfuckers. Dumb. Like, you know your reputation's going to get hurt when the streets now know that you got arrested because drug dealers called the cops on you. No. <laughs> I, don't think it's gonna go like, I feel like it's going to go, them boys saved your life. Because I'm telling you, like, no one calls the police like that. Like, in those situations, illegal. First off, whoever house it was, they're already in some shit for fucking hosting some shit during the quarantine. You know what I mean? They were really trying to save your life. You know what I mean? That's 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 the point of it. Like, why would I get myself in trouble when we can just shoot your ass? You get what I'm saying? And it can be, like, based off of whatever the fuck. They probably do an investigation, but, I mean, it's it's Florida. They not going to go that damn far into it. You know what I mean? They, they will or they might not. So it, it's a toss-up, to be honest with you. But at the same exact time, bro, them calling the police, they were saving their lives, man. So they can go home, eat their family at some point in time. That, I feel like that's probably what it is. I mean, it's a fucked up story, man. It's a fucked up story to say the least. But uh, we... the bottom line is dope. <laughs> bottom line, it's dope. Bottom line. I wouldn't, I'm not going to lie to you, I wouldn't be surprised if some sort of toxicology report, like they took a drug test when they got arrested or something, they found whatever. Even if, even if they don't do that, they'd be like, dope is what led up to that. Yeah. Wouldn't have gotten to that point without dope. So it's all, it's all dope. Well, this this whole thing's going to be uh, covered down the line. They're going to keep a close eye on this, especially the teams that the players are involved in. They're definitely going to be keeping a close eye on this, and so will we. But until then, we got to get you guys to another place called phoenixfit.com. It's your uh, one-stop shop for your fuel to greatness. Uh, 
your 30-day no-hassle Phoenix Fit guarantee, free shipping with uh, any purchases over $99. PhoenixFit.com, they have a whole bunch of good stuff, balanced greens, um, workout proteins, whey proteins, creatines, anything basically that you can think of to help you get a good workout in. They also have what they call the Victory Box, which comes with Rebalance Greens, an ebook of your choice, bonus products like gear, <laughs> 25% off, and free shipping site wide, access to daily workouts. And uh, for that Victory Box, over $120 in value, that will be yours for $29.99 per month. It's a monthly subscription. Get yourself a Victory Box. Go to phoenixfit.com. When you use the promo code Alpha Phoenix, that's Alpha FNX at checkout, you get yourself 15% off your order. Go check it out again. Phoenix Fit, that's FNXFit.com. Promo code Alpha Phoenix, 15% off. Guys, get yourself Phoenix Fit. We have come to the point in the show, ladies and gentlemen. Actually, no. Yeah, we'll go one more time. No, one more thing. One more thing. Close to there. Close to there. Uh, number three in the news, the NFL. Uh, we're looking about NFL teams are possibly being able to reopen their facilities next week if protocols are met and local regulations allow. Hercules, thank you, Lord Jesus. We have – we. <laughs> Football might still be going on, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Look at chaos happening. Everywhere but LA. You said ladies, good ladies. Say what? Miss part of that. Go ahead, say that again, E. No, you just said good ladies, good ladies. Oh yeah. <laughs> It's like, thank you. But that's always a good, that's a good sign. I mean, obviously, it says the protocols are met, uh, local laws and stuff like that allow. So that pretty much means all the California teams are probably still not going to be able to do anything. Um, there's a lot of talks with uh, teams that with the local laws being locked down, they're not able to do anything. The teams that are in that situation could possibly go somewhere else you know, to another area that will allow it. Um, so I don't know. I, I honestly, I think uh, it's a good sign. It's definitely a good sign that all of this is uh, going down now. Um, it's a step in the right direction for sure. Um, but how many teams is going to be able to open up? How many teams are going to be able to open up their facilities? Not a whole lot, I don't think. Not all 32 teams for sure are opening up their facilities. Tampa is because, you know, Florida don't give a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I want! I was so happy. <laughs> yeah, whatever. I've never been so happy for OTAs and training camp in my life. In my life. And I don't care that Georgia's open either because the Falcons are going to suck ass in those ugly-ass jerseys. <laughs> those new jerseys, Rob, what are you talking about? Nope, hate them. 
I hate him with the deepest passion. <laughs> yeah, the uh, those Atlanta jerseys are pretty. Uh, uh, pretty lame. I hate them. Yeah, they're. Pretty I lame. hate them. And I, I am ecstatic that Tom Brady is able to go get in, get in, get in tune with Mike Evans and Chris Godwin, you know. And then Gronk can teach O.J. Howard and Kevin Brady. Oh, man. It's going to be beautiful. It's going to be magical. And it's only May. It's going to be beautiful. Oh. Almost dropped a tear. <laughs> a man tear, goddammit, but a tear nonetheless. Yeah. <laughs> it was going to be the, the most muscular tear come out my face. <laughs> On the way down, this fucker's going to be doing push-ups. Like. <laughs> oh, man. I... Your Niners are going to suck ass because you can't practice. Wow. Well, we'll see. We'll yeah. see what happens. Newsom doesn't think, or at least for California-wise, I don't think he thinks that anything is going to be happening. But we'll see, man. We shall see. I keep trying to get... I don't think he's going to open up shit. Yeah. Newsom ain't going to open up anything. Oh, well, we'll see... They're using oh. San Francisco as a uh, as a as a test because they just pretty much opened up all of the um, all of the shops and stores that are on the street, like uh, except for like you know buildings and stuff like that. And that's pretty. I don't. I haven't. I haven't heard. You know, if there's backlash or positive feedback. You know what I mean. But we'll see next week. Because they just did it, uh, I believe it was Wednesday. Yeah. So, yeah, we'll see. We'll see how that goes. Um, if that goes well, I feel like LA's three month thing, I'll probably drop down. You know what I mean? It probably drop down, and then slowly but surely, I feel like honestly, I've already predicted that all of this is gonna open up um, around June anyway. Yeah. That's my assumption. So. Uh, even if it's mid-June, then that's still, I mean, still technically it makes me right, and I can pat myself on the back. But, um, yeah, I think June will probably be the date for all of that. Um, if, if we can get all these dumb, selfish fuckers to stop trying to make idiotic protests. Seriously. But if we, if we can limit that, then I feel like everything is going well. I feel like the reason why they said it for three months because that Huntington Beach shit. Um, yeah, people doing little silly shit like that. Just yeah. protests. Did you hear about the Clearwater protests? They were in front of fucking gyms and shit. People are losing their fucking mind, man. Uh, it, it's getting to that point right now where it's getting a fevered pitch. Everyone's getting cabin fever. They want to be able to... Everyone's talking about, oh, this is a... a you know, a shot on our freedoms. No, motherfuckers, it's, a, it's trying to get all of us healthy. It's trying to make sure that none of us die. You know, it's yeah. just to... People can't hang. People can't hang. 
I'm naturally an introvert, so I don't really give a shit. <laughs> to be completely honest. These are the same people that are sitting here and complain about we don't make enough money and we don't do anything. Holy shit. Hold on, Kay. Hold on. Whoa. Flame on. No <laughs> Flame on. Look at that hair. Holy shit. Hey, don't bet on the Super Bowl. I, just, I forgot about a bet I made, and <laughs> oh, it's like Chief Red, right? It's like uh, holy fuck, Kool Aid Man. Turn the light. Turn the light on. Oh yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's not bad. <laughs> oh man. It's not. I, I mean. I wouldn't Fuck. say not bad. I would say I just say it hasn't changed. That's a fucking a. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just sitting here looking at it like, God damn. Okay. I feel like I'm on the same page with this one, Josh. Like uh, I'm like uh, I don't really know what to say because it's not bad, but it's like what the fuck, you know? Yeah. Like, you look like you look like you belong in a 1990s American Pie movie. Just <laughs> ben Some guy that Stifler met, like nope. on his fucking escapades. Yeah, yeah, I can see that. I can see Jesus. That. I mean, you had to know this was going to happen. Yeah, you had to know that this was going to happen. I mean. <laughs> I have nothing. I have nothing. I, 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 I worse. It, it's bet. commendable because you made a bet. You lost the bet. You made, you know, you made good on on your promise. So, you know, kudos to you for that. But uh, the fuck else is there to do in the quarantine? You, Honestly, you that shit, that shit is coincidental as fuck. Because I was just slandering y'all Niners. And then you pop up with that shit. That is hilarious to me. That shit is hilarious. That shit is fucking hilarious for me. I promise you. I like literally a minute before you just got on. I was like, the Niners fucking suck. You're not gonna be able to practice because we was just talking about uh, fucking the NFL opening up training camp facilities and shit like that. I'm like, uh, and we we're just saying like how Newsom's not gonna open shit up. I'm like, you guys are gonna suck because you can't practice and shit. And here you come with the bet. Thank you. I appreciate you. I appreciate you, sir. What can I say? I can't. <laughs> <laughs> At least you made good on your word. It will give you that. <laughs> well, uh, we were just talking about uh, the NFL teams, uh, the reopening. <laughs> reopening their facilities uh, next week. If protocols are met, local regulations, everything like that are done. Uh, are good and allowed. So football might still be happening, EA. We don't have to cry uh, just yet. We, we still have the hope of football. <laughs> how long – I'm sorry. How long do you have to hold your hair like that? I mean, it was so Like a month? Yeah. Oh. That's rough. <laughs> That's rough. <laughs> I should did that before quarantine, dude. 
There's nothing else to do. So wait, you made you made this bet during quarantine? No, I made this bet during the Super Bowl. Oh, and like, yeah. That's why he asked was the Chiefs red. It came back to me, so I was like, fuck. I was like, yeah, you're right, man. You know what? There's nothing else to do. Fuck it. Might as well do it. I mean, a hell of a way to debut the look on our first video episode that we have. <laughs> oh, that's just amazing. Uh, that was good. That's good. Yeah, because as soon as you popped up, I'm like, hold on. We're not just going to skip past this. We're going <laughs> to actually, we're going to talk about this. <laughs> Whoa, is that whoa? <laughs> I, com- I completely cut K off. I was just like, hold on, I'm sorry. Wait, 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 wait a minute. Oh, <laughs> uh, at least we got the explanation behind it. I don't mind that shit at all. That's good. That is good. Oh, <laughs> uh, I think we'll wait till K gets back into. I'm just going to the the, uh, the little dipper right now. So that's it. The little what? My little green piece of shit I just bought not too long ago. I I shouldn't call it a piece of shit because it actually gives me point A to point B right now. Because the truck's down. (coughs) Oh, man. My lungs are still trying to recover from the laughing. I just should exercise, Josh. Hey. Anything that'll help me getting into shape. If I could just laugh my way into a six-pack, I'm down. Yeah, nah. I mean, that poly and blood going to already keep you big, dude. Yep. Yep, I should uh, sure. No. You guys should work out. Because once y'all stop, you guys blow up. Yep. <laughs> That's just the honest truth of it. You I know what I mean? mean? Hey, you're not wrong, bro. You're not wrong. I'm self-aware. I know. <laughs> I know. All right, I got it. All right. K's in his position. Ladies and gentlemen, we have come to – it's that time. We have come to the part of the show where we allow Country K to just basically go off on anybody – that he wants to, whether it's in the sports world, whether it's not. We're just going to let Country K go off and just roast whoever the fuck he feels like roasting. Hey. So, ladies and gentlemen, without further ado, and eat, or Country K, maybe you can even, when you're editing the YouTube thing, we would edit a sound or some shit into this to get, to get a little intro to the segment. But nonetheless... Ladies and gentlemen, it's that time. It's a country roast with Country K. Okay. Um, I'm trying to remember my backup because I wanted to do the Dunbar, but I feel like we're playing on them a little bit. Um, But, yeah, no, I'll take the Atlanta Falcons since I mentioned their jerseys. All right, Atlanta, what the fuck was you thinking? (laughs) <laughs> Firstly, what the fuck was you thinking with them ugly-ass jerseys? Secondly, how can you ever let the Carolina Panthers roast you like that? Like, that, I know it was months ago. I know it was months ago. But honestly, how can you sit there and let the Panthers disrespect you? They went to the Super Bowl and got exposed by old-ass Peyton Manning. 
you let old ass Tom Brady come back from 25 points, and then you your first fucking act after a year or two after that is to get them ugly ass fucking long as yard jerseys. <laughs> you know what? New machine. I'm trying to be so nice about it because I mean they got a lot of problems. <laughs> Them boys, you, you mean they just signed the injury prone ass running back? I love Gurley, but come on, let's be real with it. Kyle Gurley, that that engine's cooked. That engine was cooked at Georgia. After? Ty Gurley had an ACL surgery in Georgia when he was at Georgia. Yeah, I remember that. That engine been cooked. He did all that to get that contract and them release him. Like, the Rams released him with that contract on deck. Like, they were like, I'll give you the fucking money to get out the door. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, Atlanta, what what are your plans? I don't know who the fuck y'all paid to get all these people to be like, oh, Atlanta's back now. Atlanta's gonna be good. Where? Good where? Where y'all gonna be good at? Y'all good in rap? Y'all good in fashion? But you ain't good in football. Not a fucking professional football, and that's for damn sure. Professionally, Never, never, never in life for y'all will be good in football. And I'm going to continue to harass all these NFC South, team, NFC South teams simply because you got no chance. You got no hope. What fucking movie was that? Oh, that was fucking National Security when Eric Roberts was like, you got no chance. You got no chance, bro. You got no chance of winning no games. Honestly, it's three Niners in the building. But I'm going to let y'all know, y'all got no chance. Y'all got no chance, too. Yes, I'm switching over. You got no chance, too, sir. I'm sorry to tell y'all, but Russell Wilson's taking this shit this year. Oh, God. Got enough of the fucking uh, discredit. They've been not giving this man credit for a long time. They've been giving this shit to Pete Carroll. I feel like Russell Wilson's just going to kick some shit in this year. I seriously believe that. And, I mean, it wasn't as good this year. I mean, this week. But fuck it. I'm just telling the truth. I'm truth saying this time. <laughs> Atlanta got ugly-ass jerseys. Russell Wilson needs more credit. And the Bucks are going to the Super Bowl. So that's pretty much it. I think I'm done. I, I feel like I said my piece. <laughs> hey, ladies and gentlemen, that was this week's Country Roast with Country K. <laughs> so, yep, yeah, fuck them all. Fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, in the great in the great words of Bernie Mac, if they don't like you, fuck them, fuck them. <laughs> oh shit! So, ladies and gentlemen, that was a country roast with Country K. Uh, believe me, when when K gets on a roll and he sees some outlandish shit, uh, yeah, it uh. It gets pretty intense sometimes. <laughs> Not as intense yeah. this week, but it has gotten intense no. before nonetheless. Yeah, no, I honestly, dude, I had a situation. Not not talking about this, but I had a situation when I went to the DMV because, uh, you know, the news said that DMVs are, you know, select ones are open mm-hmm. out here. And I went to the DMV to uh, – you know, to follow, uh, you know, do an appointment and all that stuff to handle my business because I know they're not just letting people stand in the lobby and shit. Yeah. So I tried to get an appointment and the security guard was just being a major dick. And my diction went completely back to Florida. So it was a lot of slurring, a lot of whole jumbling words together. 
and it was a lot of profanity. I'm going to just go ahead and say that. I, <laughs> I completely forgot I had my work jacket on, and I was cussing this man out <laughs> like I knew him for years. Like, <laughs> like bro, it, it was bad. It was all bad. Help <laughs> me completely. That <laughs> went all bad quick. So that's, quick. That's terrible. Work jacket. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Damn. He asked for that, I'll be honest. Because I was being polite. You know what I mean? Using all my home training. Yes, sir. No, sir. Like, thank you, please. All that shit. And this guy, man. Oh. <laughs> this fucker was sitting there watching Netflix and I can hear what he was watching. Like, no headphones on. That shit was at the top. You're sitting on your ass all day. There's no one coming. All y'all tell people we're closed. Dude at the That's DMV was watching Netflix while on the job. <laughs> the DMV was watching Netflix on the job while sitting on his ass in the shade. Jeez. He was so comfortable. And I'm like, dude, you're right beside the door. You can ask him <laughs> really quickly. You literally can just go like this. Like, just open the door and just ask him really quickly. I was asking which location was open. That was it. And I was done. I was gone. Terrible. Being a raging dick about it. So, yeah, he got that medicine. Whatever. <laughs> oh, man. Well, ladies and gentlemen, we have come to the last portion of the show where we have a debate, debate, debate on subjects that uh, we want to talk about in the week. This week, our debate is. It's a pretty general debate, but something I think that we can talk about nonetheless. Who is the greatest running back to ever play the game? Okay, let's start with you. You serious right now? Yeah. This is a serious question? Yeah, go ahead. Barry Sanders. It's over. Okay kind of over at that point because I would say sweetness but oh it's fuck now that I, now that I start thinking like shit got yeah not as easy as you thought did you <laughs> got all these guys and stuff like that um but I'm still gonna take Barry because the Detroit Lions during that time period would have been abysmal Detroit Lions during any time period have been abysmal. Touche. But at the same time, <laughs> at the same time, <laughs> the Bears could have been all right still. You know what I mean? And the Rams would have been okay. They wouldn't have been the Rams how they were when he was there. But I still take the Lions. Like, he made the Lions relevant. He he made people wear turf shoes. Like, it was, it was a whole thing, man. Okay. Okay, oh, okay, hold on. The Lions only made the playoffs Once. one time yeah, no. with Barry yeah. Sanders as their running back. I mean, Barry Sanders don't play defense. No, no. That's, just, that's the honest truth of it. Okay. When you you know you know what team's doing, either passing or running ninety percent of the time, they're gonna stop that shit eventually. You know what I'm saying? They're gonna stop it eventually. And then at the same time, you forgot Dante Culpepper and Randy Moss and Chris Carter was in the division. So, and then you also had the Packers in the division and all that shit. So, I mean, 
It makes sense. He could have probably won a ring had he gone somewhere else, to be completely honest. He could have won a ring going to Cincinnati. And Cincinnati had nobody. I couldn't tell you one person on Cincinnati's team in the early 90s, late 80s. Not one person. I'm looking at EA right now going, what the fuck is going on? He's like, wait, what? <laughs> it's, like, it's, like, it's like, I like, I like Barry, but it's just he, he don't got a ring to it. I don't, I don't think I you need, I don't think you have, like, when you're talking about greatest of all time, I don't think you necessarily have to have the rings behind it, but you do have to have the stats. Who was the running back that was winning the most in that, in, in that time uh, that Barry was? Uh, the 90s? Emmitt Smith? If you just – hold on. Wait a minute. Are you going to say Emmitt Smith is the greatest running back of all time, EA? I mean he – got, He got a good point. I can actually help him with his argument with this one. I mean, without, 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 without favoritism or anything like that, yeah, Emmitt, Emmitt Smith. I mean, based off of not, uh, like not rings or championships, I'll take LaDainian Tomlinson. Nah. I'll say that's college running back. Doesn't he, didn't he have like yards of the season at one point? The one who has the most yards in a single season is still Eric Dickerson. Yes, Eric Dickerson. Since, I mean, all-purpose yards. Uh, I think from from the scrimmage yards. Yards from scrimmage right now, if you're going to talk about yards from scrimmage, total yards from scrimmage in a single season, that record is owned by Chris Johnson. Yeah, but that's, like, recent, recent. You know what I'm talking about? Like No, that's all time. Was it 2006 or 2007, LaDainian Tomlinson? LaDainian Tomlinson had the most touchdowns in a single season. Was it touchdowns? Yeah, touchdowns. Never broke 2,000 yards. Yeah, that's simply because he was in San Diego. I'm gonna be all honest with yeah. you. But Damian Thompson still holds the record for the most uh, rushing yards in one game in college. In college? Yeah, five hundred. Yeah, he, he won. He won. He back to back rushing titles. So he had five hundred yards in a game. But yeah, but yeah, but yeah, he never reached two thousand. Right. So. Me, I'm gonna go and say greatest running back of all time. I'm going to go with Jim Brown. I say Jim Brown because the dude was six foot one, 245, 250 pounds, and running a four, four. In his era, nobody could stop Jim Brown. I mean, in he was this the era. I don't even think anybody would be able to stop Jim Brown in his prime. You're high. You're high now, sir. You're high as fuck. You're high Jim as Brown. Fuck. Jim Brown in his prime in this era, I think he would. I think he would still be dominant. You I think he would. This era also includes Patrick Willis. That's fine. It also included Ray Lewis. That's my. Book. That is my point. That that's fine. <laughs> That's only two players on two different teams. The rest of the years, he's he's dominating. No man, no. I don't know. I'm, I'm saying Jim, I'm saying Jim Brown, dude was a pioneer of the fucking game. 
you know, I've met the guy in person. He's a hell of a dude to talk to. But I honestly do believe without Jim Brown, you're you're not talking about running backs the way you are nowadays without Jim Brown. Because older head older heads in like the eighties, nineties, they looked up to Jim Brown. Without Jim Brown, they're not in the running back position. You look at a whole bunch of running backs. They'll give you a top five list. Jim Brown is always one or two, always one or two on everybody's list. And then there's a debate between Walter Payton and Barry when it comes to two and three. Barry Sanders' dad even says that Jim Brown is number one all time. You know, so I don't know. I, I think there is a, a debate, especially for the top three. Top three running backs of all time, that could be debated between three people. Walter Payton, Barry Sanders, Jim Brown. No Everyone ED? I, huh? No ED? Dickerson. ED is probably four or five. Dude, you serious? ED was six, like one, two, running by the same speed, and he was fucking people up. I, oh, I get oh, it. I completely understand oh, it. You look like a fast linebacker running on the field. If I, I, I understand it. But, but I, I, I get still, where you're coming from with Jim Brown, though. I get exactly where you're coming from. He's ED is Jim in top like five. Prototype. ED is top five for sure for me. I so my my top five would be number one is Jim Brown, number two, uh, Barry Sanders, Walter Payton, ED, and then I know this is probably going to come off. A little weird, but I know that if if football was his primary sport and he didn't get hurt, Bo Jackson would have gone down as one of the greatest running backs of all time. I have Bo Jackson as my fifth. And then everyone else after him. Because the pure athlete, the pure speed, the size, he was faster than Derrick Henry. He's <laughs> The dude was unstoppable. Had he not got hurt, and football been his primary sport. Because remember, baseball was his first love. Baseball was his first love. He could have gone his entire baseball career without playing football. Football was a hobby to him. Had football been his primary concern, and he didn't get that hip injury. But and, – and in the modern era as well, Bo Jackson would be absolutely dominant. Absolutely dominant. See, I, I agree with you to some degree. Uh, Bo Jackson would have been nice if he was able to finish out his career fully. The only problem I have is he played with the Raiders, and they only picked speed during that time because that's when Al Davis was alive. So I don't believe he would have made it. I don't I believe mean, he would have made it. Even if he didn't play baseball, I don't believe he would have made it that long because they wouldn't have got a sufficient O-line. They wouldn't have got a sufficient quarterback. They wouldn't have got sufficient receivers. They would have just got a bunch of fast guys. That's pretty much it. The quarterback would have been mediocre as shit, and he would have had a bunch of fast-ass receivers that can't catch. Yeah, but at that time, you had two That's running backs and Bo Jackson and Marcus Allen. Yeah, Very true. You, you didn't really have to have the greatest quarterback when you had two running backs that can break off like that, you know, at any time. But Bo Jackson was such a freak athlete and so ahead of his time. The hip injury that he had is the same injury that happened to Tua. 
But Tua came back and he's able to play and everything like that because technology and surgery and medicine have come a long way since Bo Jackson was playing. So if Bo Jackson were to have been in this era with all the medical advances, all the training, all everything that happens, Bo Jackson, there nobody would be talking about any running back right now other than Bo Jackson. See, you know, I, Bo. I, I agree. I still think Marcus Allen leaves. I still think he goes to Kansas City. So that's the only reason why I'm still saying like that wouldn't it wouldn't have went as long as it he probably would have played maybe one to two more years fucking with the Raiders. I promise you. Like the Raiders gonna have that problem. Marcus Allen would have still left. So yeah, they had that one two punch. But Marcus Allen's still out that door the same time he was still leaving. Yeah. So I again I agree with you to a certain extent. I feel like he would have been he would have got an MVP a couple times or something like that, but he would have still got injured because they wouldn't have did him right. Like, they wouldn't have got him help. Like, it's almost like the Aaron Rodgers situation right now in fucking he, Green Bay. He's one of those stories that we were all robbed of what could have happened. Yeah. You know, because of that injury, we will never be able – we know how great he was when he was playing, but we'll never be able to know – you know, what else he could have done throughout his career. You know, we'll never be able to know the records that Bo Jackson could have possibly had, you know, throughout his entire tenure because he got hurt too early. You know, so that's why it's just kind of – you think he wouldn't be able to do anything because he was with the Raiders for those years. But at that point – the Raiders were still having somewhat success. You know, they, they were still somewhat successful. This was just before they started hitting that just, you know, drafting Darius Hayward Bay type bullshit. You know, th- this was before that time. You know, so the Raiders at that point were still looked at in a pretty decent light. Yeah, they were still drafting speed and stuff like that, but these speed guys that they were drafting, Bo Jackson especially, you know, that's not a bad guy to draft, you know, based off speed, considering how much of a freak athlete that the dude was. But that's what I'm saying. Like, Bo Jackson's one of those that it's up for debate big time with Bo Jackson, you know, because we didn't get to see how long he could have actually played. He only played, what, four or five years before he got hurt? I think less than that. It was something like that. You know, so he wasn't able to play the full, you know, eight, ten-year, you know, period. You know, Barry Sanders, I think if he would have played, you know, maybe two or three more seasons, we'd be talking about him being the greatest running. Or I would be putting him up on a pedestal because he would have he would have broke records that nobody else would have been able to touch. So – I also look at when you look at stats, guys that have hit the 2000 mark, when you look at guys like OJ Simpson, had he not gone crazy, we might be talking about OJ Simpson being in the top list. That dude hit 2000 yards in a 12 game season. Yeah. You know, so again, had he not killed somebody, we might be talking about OJ a little bit differently right now. Two people. Two people. Sorry. Two people. <laughs> Had he not killed two people, we'd be talking about OJ a little bit differently here. But no, he got a he got acquitted. Well, he got acquitted, but let's let's be real. 
I'm being real. You know, you gotta quit it. You know, the gloves didn't fit. Bro, when I saw that clip when they said the glove don't fit. He was flexing his hands out so hard like this to make sure that they wouldn't fit inside the I it was one of the most obvious things that you could ever see and the jury didn't pick up. <laughs> I didn't fit. It's crazy. Love does not quit. You must have quit. Uh, and then he goes right in a book, if I did do it. But this is how I would do it. Dumbass. Absolute dumbass. <laughs> you know, I I almost I almost back in the day, I almost bought an OJ Simpson 49er jersey. And my dad told me, Yep. One season. Really? Yep. And my my father told me. Don't buy it. It would be a waste of money, be in bad form, bad taste. I was like. Hey, people have O.J. Simpson Bills jerseys, so. You know, obviously, Bills Mafia doesn't give a fuck. <laughs> I want a fucking O.J. Simpson jersey. How, how big area gangster would that be? You walk. Bro, you walk around L.A. with an O.J. Simpson jersey. See how many dirty looks you get. <laughs> you walk around L. You walk around Hollywood Boulevard with an O.J. Simpson jersey. Yeah, anywhere. You gotta go take a picture in front of the house too. Yeah. That be yeah. I can see the look on all three of your guys' faces. Like, no, that's fucked up. That's fucked uh, up. <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. Wrong. On that note, I gotta run, dude. Alrighty, brother E. Ladies and gentlemen, brother E. Have a good night, folks. <laughs> Have a good night, man. Yep. Peace. Later. <laughs> bye. Bye. <laughs> That shit was hilarious to me. I'm like, she's like, bye, it's still there. Later. <laughs> oh, wow, like fucking shit. Aloha, motherfucker. <laughs> that would have been fucking hilarious if it wouldn't have let him end. That was fucking funny. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we have come to the end of the show. Thank you for joining us. If you were with us live on Facebook this entire time, you got to see a little bit of the behind the scenes before we get the show started. Uh, EA was able to fucking join us for most of the show. Thank God. God damn. <laughs> Hopefully we can make this a, a regular thing. <laughs> uh, but uh, so we have this. Uh, we're going to be putting things on YouTube. Uh, so go to YouTube now. Check that out, Pernada Bros Productions. It's going to have that all on there. Uh, you can see at the bottom of the name screens here, Alpha underscore PBP and at the Joppos AP is the Twitter handles for the podcast. Be sure to go check those out. Um, come talk to us. Talk to us on Twitter. Talk to us on Facebook. Whatever it is you guys want to do on Instagram, Pernada Bros Productions as well. And, uh, yeah, let us know what you guys think. Listen to the show. 
share it with your friends. If you don't like the show, then, uh, you know, just uh, pretend like this never happened. You know, just go on about your day and uh, let us be. Let us do what we want to do. <laughs> so uh, for myself, JP, for Brother E, for Country K, for EA Rocco, uh, this is the All Pro Joppas. We will see you guys next week. Later. Oh, you know, man, you know, man, you know, man, you know, man.